This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, contractors beware the Justice Department will be taking a closer look at cybersecurity fraud. The Pentagon is waiving some of the usual stipulations to get health care coverage so its workers can be vaccinated. Two DMV members of Congress want to make sure more research is done before a federal agency is relocated. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Officials at the Justice Department are sending a warning to government contractors they will be turning up the false claims heat on cybersecurity fraud. Acting Assistant Attorney General Brian Boyton told the Federal Bar Association Keytom Conference that for what the government pays for systems or services that are supposed to comply with required cybersecurity standards, if companies fail to do so, it is not difficult to imagine a situation where False Claims Act liability may arise. Boynton said cybersecurity was one of six key priorities for the civil division when it comes to the False Claims Act. Four technology and cybersecurity companies endorsed the idea of mandatory reporting of cybersecurity incidents. The heads of Microsoft, FireEye, CrowdStrike, and SolarWinds testified before the Senate Intelligence Committee about the SolarWinds breach. They told lawmakers that sharing this information in a timely manner is crucial to response efforts. They qualified that such disclosure should be confidential to allow companies to prepare for liabilities. They also recommended there be a single federal agency to report to. That agency would then disseminate the information to relevant parties. The Thrift Savings Plan is at last seeing improvements under the Federal Information Security Modernization Act. Auditors say the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board achieved a level four on seven out of eight FISMA domains. That means the TSP has a managed and measured information security posture. It's better than previous years. The TSP board previously scored one and twos back in 2019 and 2018. The agency says the improvements are part of a long-running effort to improve the TSP's cybersecurity posture. Two multi-billion dollar multiple award contracts receive the go-ahead to begin accepting orders. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The General Services Administration and NOAA hopefully are out from under protests of the respective major IT services contracts. GSA yesterday reawarded its $5.5 billion second-generation IT, or two-jit blanket purchase agreement, to 70 vendors, including 50 small firms. NOAA, too, just came out from under a bid protest and got the go-ahead to begin awarding task orders across 11 functional areas under its $2.1 billion NOAA Mission IT Services, NMITS, BPA. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Postal Service has awarded a 10-year contract to Oshkosh Defense to create its next-generation delivery vehicle fleet. Here's Federal News Network's Joy Heckman with more. The USPS expects the first delivery vehicles will arrive on routes by 2023. The next-generation delivery vehicles will run on fuel-efficient internal combustion engines or electric batteries. The Postal Service says vehicles can be retrofitted to keep pace with advances in electric vehicle technology. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says the Next Generation Delivery Vehicle Program will expand the agency's capacity to deliver greater volumes of packages. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. After a bumpy road during the pandemic, the Defense Health Agency says it's on track to take over all military hospitals and clinics from the services by the end of the year. 
What that means for patients is still to be determined. DHA originally planned to push hundreds of thousands of patients from military hospitals to the private sector. However, after concerns over the plan and stresses from COVID-19, DHA is rethinking how that will work. The Defense Department is waiving its usual rules to let its health care beneficiaries get COVID vaccines free of charge wherever they're available for as long as the pandemic lasts. A notice DOD published in the Federal Register Tuesday says the pandemic is a special circumstance that justifies the change. Normally, enrollees in DOD's TRICARE Prime plan need a referral from their primary care provider before TRICARE will cover their out-of-network medical care. The Pentagon aims to vaccinate all of its employees in the national capital region, including civilians and contractors. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Pentagon's newest COVID vaccination plan, published late last week, says the department intends to administer the vaccine to 50,000 employees who work on the Pentagon Reservation. That includes the Pentagon itself, the nearby Mark Center in Alexandria, Virginia, and leased office space nearby. Like all other vaccination programs, there's a limited supply, and DOD is allocating doses based on priority groups. Nonetheless, it's one of only a handful of federal employers so far to offer vaccines directly to its civilian employees. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Navy is preparing to address extremism within its ranks. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. Upon taking office, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin called on military units to take one day over the next two months to address extremism. The Navy's outlining exactly how it will do that. Commanders will talk with sailors about the damaging effects of extremism and its corrosive acts on the force. The Navy is supplying leaders with discussion guides and slides that remind sailors of the meaning of the oath of office and the actions that betray that oath. The Navy will also conduct listening sessions on core values and race and diversity. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Two lawmakers want to ensure cost-benefit analyses happen before any future federal relocations. Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen and Virginia Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton introduced the Conducting Oversight to Secure Transparency or Cost of Relocations Act. The bill would require agencies to examine real estate and staffing costs, employee attrition, and other metrics before making any proposed moves. The results of the analysis would then be submitted to the agency's inspector general. The bill has the support of federal unions and good government groups. Congressman Jerry Connolly is reintroducing two bills that could have an impact on the federal workforce. The Merit Systems Protection Board Empowerment Act would authorize the board through 2026. It would also give the MSPB authority to conduct certain surveys of the federal workforce. Connolly also reintroduced the National Security, Diversity, and Inclusion Workforce Act. That bill would expand career development programs, and it would require agencies to publicly post plans for addressing diversity and inclusion. Members of the House Oversight and Reform Committee spent much of yesterday's hearing on the federal workforce rehashing old policies from the Trump administration. Republicans say former President Trump's Schedule F order would have allowed agencies to more quickly fire certain employees. A former Domestic Policy Council advisor to Trump says Schedule F would have applied to 1 to 3 percent of the workforce or over 60,000 federal employees. Democrats say Congress needs to do more to ensure no president tries to implement anything remotely similar ever again. And the president has a new leader in mind for a beleaguered federal agency. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. President Biden tapped Kieran Ahuja to be the director of the Office of Personnel Management. Ahuja served as the agency's chief of staff for the last two years of the Obama administration, and she led former President Obama's White House initiative on Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Ahuja will be the first South Asian and first Asian American woman to lead OPM if confirmed. OPM has experienced instability 
and high levels of turnover over the last two administrations. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.